Well, staying with health matters, the HSE is again warning of the dangers of edible cannabis jellies after three children were hospitalised this week after eating some of the sweets. The three pre-teen children ingested sweets advertised as cannabis-infused gummies. They were hospitalised with non-life-threatening illnesses. Let's talk to Professor Eamon Keenan now, who's National Clinical Lead with the HSE's Addiction Service. Professor Keenan, you're very welcome to the programme and thank you for talking to us today. Uh, good afternoon. So, the the warning and the concerns that you've raised today about these uh, about these sweets. Um, I mean, clearly, for for a child ingesting these can have very serious consequences. Yes, absolutely. I suppose when you are looking at these uh, sweets, there's two issues. First of all, there's the accidental ingestion uh, of the sweets by uh, children, as we we've seen just in the re- in the last couple of days. Uh, and secondly, uh, because there's no regulation or quality control on these substances, uh, people do not know what they're taking. So uh, people may purchase these uh, products online or from a drug dealer. Uh, and in fact, they contain no THC or no cannabis, uh, but contain uh, synthetic what are synthetic cannabinoids. These are man-made chemicals which are designed to mimic the effects of cannabis, but they're associated with much more uh, severe side effects. Uh, so people can experience uh, respiratory problems, cardiac problems, and mental health problems, uh, such as psychosis, uh, aggression, and paranoia. Now, this latest um, alert has prompted, as we said, by the, the three children who were admitted to hospital. Mm. But, but there have been a number of, of other presentations uh, in recent months. Isn't that right? Yeah, we've seen upwards of a dozen presentations in recent months uh, associated with these cannabis edibles. And that led to us uh, issuing uh, a a risk uh, alert in January about these uh, products. You don't know what the content is. And people had been admitted to hospital, including ICU, uh, after taking them. So in in some cases, these edibles were identified as containing no THC, but uh, containing uh, these synthetic cannabinoids. And in other cases, then it was the THC which caused the admission to hospital. So in particular, you're asking parents to be to be alert to this um, and to speak to their children uh, about this as well. Yeah, so we're looking at this as an opportunity for parents to uh, link in with their children and talk to them about drugs. So maybe on the foot of this uh, information, which has gone out around these uh, cannabis edibles, it might be an opportunity for a parent to speak to a child and say, do you, have you heard about these? Do you know people who are taking these? Is this happening in your area? And then to open up a broader discussion with their child in relation to substance use in the general sense. And I think parents need to uh, look at the information we have on our drugs.ie website in relation to, to drugs so that they're informed and they can talk to their children about the risks and harms associated with substances in a non-judgmental way. In uh, you know, so this is an opportunity mm. I think uh, that we could we could maybe take as parents to talk to our children about drugs. And at what age do you think parents should ta- should start having these conversations? I don't, you know, what what age should their children be when they begin having these conversations? Well, I think that, you know, very early in secondary school, these conversations should be happening. We have, a, a I know, the score uh, curriculum in, in schools, uh, which would be important. And But I think in primary schools as well, uh, we do have some uh, interventions and prevention and preventative work in relation to substances. So mm-hmm. I think that children aren't naive uh, they, they, they hear a lot of what's what's happening and they can build things up so you don't want to create arousal you don't want to create experimentation but you do want to be able to talk openly to your child so uh, certainly 
early teens, uh, starting secondary school, I think would be would be a good time to start these conversations. And what symptoms might a parent look out for if they're concerned that perhaps their, their child has taken one of these? Um, well, obviously, the, the child could be drowsy, uh, but if they're taking them on a, on a regular basis, they could uh, notice uh, a fall off in uh, performance at school, maybe hanging around uh, with new friends, uh, mood changes. And of course, that's, when I when I describe that, I mean, you immediately you're going to come back to me and say that's uh, <laughs> adolescence or teenage years in, in, in general. Uh, but I think it's that awareness and that ability to be able to talk openly to their children about uh, drugs and about substance use in general uh, that's going to be the most preventative thing because the one thing to say there's lots of influence influences on on children uh, and teenagers and adolescents uh, peers media everything I guess but the single most important influence remains the parents professor Eamon Keenan thank you very much indeed for that we'll be back with more after this short break